Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I should say welcome back to Card Subject to Change, the brand new professional wrestling podcast right here on the Onstage Blog Network at onstageblog.com. Thrilled you're back listening to this podcast after an amazing, successful episode one. Now we're doing episode two. It's only natural. And of course, I'm joined by my good friends and co-hosts. First of all, Mr. Ken Jones. How are you, sir? Hi. Great. I can't believe we got picked up as a series. Picked up as a It's official. (laughs) It's official. Committee of One decided that. So there you go. And of course, to my other fantastic co-host, Mr. Forrest Helvey. How are you, sir? Good, good. How's it going? Great, great, great. Glad you both are with me. Guys, we had a... Interesting weekend, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a yeah, it was a thrilling overall pay per view, um, coming you know fast lane 2019, the last pay per view before we get to WrestleMania. Typically, I mean, this is a one of those pay per views where storylines are decided, final results are are made, and we finally kind of get a picture of what the big event is going to be. Let me start off by just getting your overall grade for the pay per view, then we'll break down match by match and get some thoughts, and then also think about what these implications are going forward. Forrest, I'm going to start with you. Give me your grade on Fastlane 2019. Uh, I got to go with a, a, it was a solid B for me. I think, you know, there was a couple couple snoozers in this pay-per-view, but there were a couple areas where uh, I thought we had some great matches. And even some of the matches maybe that weren't the strongest had some really good, you know, high points to them. So overall, you know, and I also felt like it didn't drag on forever. So the ability to kind of, you know, come in there, hit with a good punch, and then, you know, prep us for mania that that worked for me so solid b that helps that helps kenny how about you what'd you think of fast lane yeah i'm gonna give it like a b minus um whoa no i mean I'll take. It, like it, it's a step up from the last pay-per-view um but agreed I, I i some of the finishes made me kind of scratch my head and it, the last pay-per-view before mania it i guess the results really don't necessarily matter that much um but you know, they like Forrest said there are some good points and and some not so good points, and we'll, we'll I, get. I would those. agree with that. I would. Agree. I think the highs were high and the lows were low, so to uh, speak. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I think we got some satisfying uh, turns of events uh, to to set up WrestleMania. I think some other things are a little still unclear, but you know, we'll break it all down. We'll break it all down. But what do you think of the crowd in Cleveland, Ohio? I mean, this is Cleveland. There, it is a wrestling <laughs> town. They. They do. They do like mm-hmm. their wrestling there. Uh, it's not Chicago. It's not Boston. It's not Philly. But you know, it's a hot town. What'd you, Ken, what do you think of the crowd? I, I thought they were feeling themselves with the for the uh, the Cleveland is awesome T-shirts. That <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a little the Miz little, broke of, out. <laughs> a lot of self virtue yeah. in that audience. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you know, that's great. They they had the Cleveland Browns colors on that T-shirt. That's that's nice. So yeah, they, yeah. they were hot by the end. Yeah. No, I thought they were. I thought they were a good crowd. You know, I thought. You know, you're looking at a, a card with what you know, close to a dozen matches, and you know, even at the halfway point, they're still getting all excited for our truth. So, you know, to me, that that's a good indicator when they're still really pumped. You know, as you're getting into the the second half, you got a good lively crowd. Yeah, it was an interesting crowd. I mean, they 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 definitely had. Um... I thought it was somewhat quiet to begin with. I don't. I don't think they were reacting as strongly as they should in some spots. And then, obviously, the whole Kofi Kingston thing, which we'll talk about a little bit later, mm-hmm. uh, was very, very interesting to see how the crowd, yeah. kind of, you know, their emotions, you know, ebbed and flowed. And also, I think their reactions to some of the bigger matches. And we'll get we'll get into all that. So, 
let's break it all down. Let's start by match by match. So let's start with the, of course, the kickoff show, the pre-show. First match of the night was the New Day, which uh, versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. So question, gentlemen. First of all, the, the result was the New Day defeated Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. But what does this booking say about each team's stock now and also headed into WrestleMania and, and, and also the future? I mean, I know we hit the reset button at WrestleMania, but what, what does this say about both these teams? Forrest, let me start with you. So I, I think the fact that you couldn't watch this on the pay-per-view <laughs> tells you loud and clear what, what the uh, overall booking team's interest was in this particular match. Um you know, I, I won't lie, I, I did not get to see this fight because I went ahead and picked it up on, you know, hit fast lane, start from the beginning, and they cut this match out completely. And I thought for a good while there was a problem with my with my network. Um, <laughs> and nope, WWE just did not want to show you that match. So, and that's and that's tough for the, for the team because, you know, you've got Rusev, who still, I think, could enjoy a lot of, you know, uh, love from the, from the fans, you know. If he was booked better, uh, Shinsuke, same exact issue. I think he's somebody who's got a, a big fan base. I don't think they're really booking him strongly at all. You know, um, that's an understatement. So mm. the thing I kept looking at was where, I mean, if they're not even letting the network subscribers watch them on the main show, where are they going for mania? It was a big, and, and new day is no small act, you know, and you've got Shinsuke and Rusev, they're, they're, they're fan favorites. There's, they have no storyline moving into Mania. That's really weird to me. Mm. Ken, what are your thoughts? I, I didn't watch this match either. Um, I mean, New Day is fine. They're going to they're gonna be fine. Um, they, they'll probably be involved uh, ringside with, with Kofi's right. match at Mania. Um, Shinsuke and Rusev, I'm I, I kind of hating the way that both of them are being booked. Uh, a year ago, Shinsuke was heading into WrestleMania to face uh, AJ Styles for the, the world championship. And now he's opening the pre-show with Rusev in a tag match. Mm-hmm. And that is just, if you told any, if you told anybody that a year ago, they wouldn't have believed you. Right. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, I, they just, they didn't have anything for these guys. So they just needed something to put them in and, you know, something to put on the pre-show basically. Yeah. I think it's, it's just odd because you had Rusev who was kind of on fire with the Rusev day stuff. And I thought he was really building pretty nicely there. Um, Shinsuke who, you know, white hot coming into the, into action and then kind of fizzling. And I don't think it's impossible to say that we're not going to see either of these guys in the main broadcast for WrestleMania at this point. I mean, I just, I don't Mm -hmm. see Uh, anything compelling enough. I think if you do, they'll be part of like a multi-tag match or uh, some kind of battle royal or, you know, maybe a, the Andre Giant. Like a ladder match or yeah. something like that for like the, the U.S. title or something. I don't, I don't it's know. A shame. Shut, yeah. shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. No, you leave the U.S. title alone. <laughs> I'm just saying that's usually they, no. they usually at Mania will put in like, no, yeah, we'll get to that. But usually they, they put like the IC belt or. U.S. title or something like that in like a multi multi person uh, match to kind of fit everybody into the show. Right. I think it's also interesting to see what happens with New Day now with Kofi Kingston getting Mm. this singles push. You know, Mm. the rumor that I had heard on a lot of the dirt sheets was that the intention was to break them up um, right around Royal Rumble and with Big E turning heel. 
and therefore having some sort of triple threat ish type of Ugh. match at WrestleMania between the three of them, uh, which I don't think anybody really would have been on board. I do with. not want that. No. Um, but uh, now that Kofi's kind of breaking off, I mean, I do see that group kind of dissolving in some fashion. No, um, I don't think they need to dissolve. They can. No, they, I do. I do. They can keep the group together and still have singles pushes for for one of them or two or, th- or all of them, really. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, I think as long as the SmackDown tag team uh, pitcher is as weak as it is, uh, I think that you'll probably see the New Day together for a little bit longer. Yeah. But, uh, until that changes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Who knows? All right, moving on. So the next uh, kick, the official kickoff match of of the night, which started things off, was, of course, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship between Usos and Shane and Miz. And Shane uh, and Miz came down in their, you know, Cleveland, right. uh, we love Cleveland shirts and blah, 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 <laughs> really playing to the home crowd. Of course, we saw the Usos defeat Shane and Miz due to a, I guess, overzealous Miz Going from the top rope, uh, which you following never following his father's advice. Following his father's <laughs> to advice, be an aerial artist, aerial artist, which you never really see. Become uh, a luchador, son. <laughs> and uh, the big news from this match, the big takeaway from this match, was the predictable: someone was going to turn on somebody. But I did not expect that I, it was going to be yeah. Shane turning on. Oh, him. I, I, I saw that one. You yeah. saw that one coming for? Yeah, I mean, I think because you, you saw that the last time at Elimination Chamber, you had Miz basically taking ownership over the screw up. So you have to, th- and, and the behind the scenes is always when you have a McMahon that's going to go in a match with you, that's, that's kind of a big tip of the hat to you as a performer that the, the company believes in you. So the idea then that, you know, he's taking onus for that mistake, then he's made the mistake again, you've screwed up. And I think that's where I saw Shane was going to take the, uh, take the heel turn. Um, yeah, it was, I, I can't imagine anybody was really surprised though at the end result that somebody turns and you've set up your your opening, you know, uh, match at WrestleMania. I gotta say though, like I went into this match not excited about it. I wasn't excited about it last, you know, pay per view, and this time I wasn't either. Um, it it was good. It was a good match. I, I enjoyed it. You know, um, I thought that spot between I think it was Jimmy that that took the hit from Shane. Um, but man, I'll tell you right now, that was reminiscent of seeing Edge, you know, spear. Uh, oh yeah, Jeff where, Hardy where went. Uh... Caught him in midair. Yeah. Caught yeah. him in midair that was, off that the was ladder. Yeah. And and this was this took that piece I thought and updated it. And I was really impressed with that high spot. So you know, hats off to everybody uh, involved in that that mm. match. Really well done. Now, Kenny, I actually heard your reaction live <laughs> to Shane yeah. turning, and you you basically freaked out. I, I would stop short of saying you marked out for this. I might have marked out a little. Bit, <laughs> you might have yeah. marked out a little. You might have marked out a little. Um, I, I started laughing. I, I was like, "Yes, this is great." Yeah, I mean, you were loving it. You were loving. It. What is it about? It. What is it? What do you? What is it about a, a heel Shane and a face Miz that you love? I think I'm just kind of digging face Miz like it's so weird and unexpected and he's been a, a you know a, a heel for so long that I, I mean I I don't recall him ever being the the baby face before nope. and may, maybe he nope. was but there was I mean I didn't there was a period of time I wasn't watching um, back in like the the late 2000s um so he, it might have been then but like i've never seen the miz in this role and uh, i'm kind of digging it all right there you go and so i was expecting a kind of opposite of forest like being the miz and his track record um 
to to kind of be the one to turn on Shane. And and so I was very pleasantly surprised that uh, that Shane turned on the Miz. But I, I love it too because the th- what I'm looking at is down the road we might see ourselves with our Daniel Bryant and the Miz you know yeah. program, but they've completely swapped roles, and I'm I'm yes. all in for that. I'm all there in. There you go. And I think an equally important question to ask is on the flip side, uh, with the uh, SmackDown tag team roster kind of in shambles. I mean, let's be honest, it's not nearly as strong as raw um where do the usos go from here i mean where where do you see their booking going through wrestlemania so this wait a minute we're, we're saying that the smackdown tag teams are are not as good as the raw tag teams i, I amazingly yes right now I, who, name, in this moment name three tag teams on raw uh the revival you've got rudy and rudy and gable okay. you've all of a sudden got ricochet and and uh black but they're on both shows which you know, okay, fine. Um, trying to think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. And, and on SmackDown, you got the Usos, you got Coach. the New Day. You had Shane and, and Miz, the best tag team in the world. Um, the Bar. And the Bar. Well, like the those, B Team like is on Raw, there. right? So What's they're up? they're floating around. B Team, they're floating around in the right. Oh yeah. The locker room. The B Team. Um, and then you I got guess the Hardys. The, the, the Hardys, Hardys just came back. Hardys on SmackDown. Um, I, I honestly, I still think that the better product is on Raw right now, which is something that I never thought I would say four or five months ago. I I think it's fair to say the overall, and I mean, this is, this is in keeping with, with Vince's approach to tag teams, the tag team division, period, whatever brand is it's yeah, it's weak. It's not where it should be. You've got a couple standouts, but the fact that they've thrown Ricochet and, um, you know, Aleister Black into the mix who weren't a tag team in NXT originally. They're they're kind of a throw together. I think that just speaks to the fact that they're just trying to find some way to, to fill in the gaps. You yeah, know? And and I think some work Rusev, needs to get done. And they've thrown Rusev and Shinsuke together because they don't know what to do with the right. team. Right, exactly. Part of me wonders, so, man, what could have been if the Young Bucks actually ended up coming to oh, WWE <laughs> and what that would have done to the tag team uh, yeah. title. I mean, is it is it outrageous to say that we might not see the USOs on, on, on WrestleMania? I think you have to, but I, yeah. I, I just worry that it's going to be a throw together. I mean, I, I think realistically, you're probably looking at USOs versus the bar. And I think that's that's your match. And yeah. well, you know I, what, though? I think both tag team situations are, are completely up in the air. At this but point. at least at least Raw, there's, there's some back and forth, um, where yeah. SmackDown really is up in the air. I, I think you like the... Kenny, you mentioned the fact that they have a, a, a history of taking a belt and kind of making it a free-for-all belt. They did that about three years ago when they reintroduced the Hardys. Uh, yeah. And it was a f- I think it that way you had four teams added in the mix. I think yeah. that's what happens with the SmackDown Probably. Tag Team Championship. When in doubt, just go for a multi-tag or multi-tag. Right. Or, match. I mean, what if what if we get a cross-brand challenge between the Revival and yeah. the Usos? Yeah, I mean, part of the problem is cool. that they've been using the SmackDown Tag Team Championships... Uh, up to this point to further the Shane and Miz story. Mm. And and right. so the Usos have kind of been shortchanged story Well, it's wise. taking the oxygen out of the room for everyone yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. Yep. exactly. So it'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. All right, moving on. Next match. So I almost forgot about this match because <laughs> it was forgettable to begin with. But we yeah. had the SmackDown Women's Championship yeah. between Asuka, who it's like, oh, my God, she's back. You know, it's like it felt like she was making a return almost. We had, right. had hardly seen her. Um, and she defeated Mandy Rose to retain. So, first of all, um, 
Forrest, let me start with you. Mm-hmm. Letter grade. Give me your letter grade for that match. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got to go with D. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, the fact that you couldn't remember it, it was, it was an unforgettable match. Um, it was, it was pretty quick. It was, a, it was slow. It was really slow. And yeah, I just, nothing, nothing really stuck out in any way, shape or form. And it didn't move a story forward really. So no, Kenny, how about yeah. you? Yeah. Same D D plus maybe. Um, wasn't there, wasn't there like a botch spot in this match too? Only one? <laughs> like, like a glaring one though. Like, yeah, I, there I were there were glaring this, but... there were glaring botches left and right and missed yeah. punches and yeah. Um, I mean, Oscar. I mean, you could you could even argue that Oscar really dumbed down her talents. Yes. To help yeah. Rhodes, you don't um, have to argue it. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Ro- Mandy Rose is, I do think there's potential there, but I mean, this this cannot be her first uh, singles, you know, foray, so to speak. Right. I mean, she yeah. she needed some warm ups at you know. Some raw, well, some smackdowns and things yeah, like that. I, I mm-hmm. mean, they're teasing a Sonya and Mandy split, and Oscar's the champ. So I mean, she can, and Oscar's Oscar. Like you can, you can manufacture a pretty, you know, decent match for her, her storyline leading up to Mania in twenty eight days, twenty seven mm-hmm. days. I mean, here's here's the challenge with that one, and this is this is one of those places where the Becky Charlotte issue is creating some problems you know, further down in the death chart, you know, everyone's focusing and I say everyone, I mean, in creative, they're focusing on that to the detriment of the other belt that's in there. It looks really bad when Charlotte is saying, no, I don't need that championship belt. I want to go after this particular championship belt. So she, and she's not on the raw brand. I think that's, that's a problem. It devalues the SmackDown women's champion. Um, You know, but even just if you don't have a story, but you want to have a competitive match, you know, you've got, you pulled Nikki Cross up. There's, I mean, she's a really exciting dynamic wrestler, uh, especially, you know, when you compare her to Mandy Rose. Um, but I, I think yeah, that when was the last time we saw her. Right. There's that whole batch of NXT, you know, uh, yeah. competitors they brought up and then they've really haven't done much of anything with. Nope. And so I, you know, you've got um, Lacey Evans and they keep doing these catwalk calls with her, but nothing else. You know, and I understand a certain amount of building it up, but you should be building up to a pay-per-view moment and then resolving is, a story, and they're not doing that. And oh I think gosh. as a result, Question. you're you're not giving Asuka a chance to actually hold a valuable belt. And it's a it's a throwaway. It's a European title for the women's. You know. Let me ask you guys a question: Could Lacey Rose be the the WrestleMania opponent for Asuka? Lacey Evans. Lacey, Lacey Evans. Evans. You mean? Yeah, that's that's Sorry, where I think they're going. Her? He called her Lacey Rose. Rose. You're combining. <laughs> you're combining wands. That's not a good side for either one. No. Of them. Uh, could Lacey Evans be the WrestleMania opponent for Oscar? That's I think she where I think they're going. Yep. I think she will be, and I think it's going to be one of those Oscar comes down the aisle and oh, does an open challenge at WrestleMania, and Lacey finally walks down and enters the ring. Oh, <laughs> that wouldn't be t- that wouldn't be terrible because we haven't seen her wrestle since no, since the Royal Rumble. 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 Yeah. And. Everything that I've read from Dave Meltzer and all these other dirt sheets is saying that uh, apparently she was viewed very poorly after the Rumble. Like it did uh, not go well. I've I've read that they're very high on her. Like, I think they're I, I think that they're high on her character. I think they're high on her persona. I don't know if the Ingram right. talent was there uh, per right. se, but I, I do think that you know having had her you know have time off from television, I guess, is building it. So I think yeah, they're building this thing where she's 
She finally walks down the aisle and gets into the ring with Asuka. And I think Asuka just wipes the floor with her. But, um, you know, I think it is, I think that's, I think that's the, the booking that you're probably looking at for that one. Yeah, I, I, I think the, uh, well, whoever they go with, I think having open challenge, it might be the best way to go for, for that, actually, like you said. Absolutely. Whether that it's said, Lacey Evans, whether it's Shayna Baszler, whether it's No, you're not going to see her come up yet. you got to wait till yeah. Rousey clears the stage before they bring her up, I think. Um, but I, I think they need to leave. I think they need to leave Asuka, you know, with a belt for a while. If nothing else, rebuild that character who they yeah. broke for about a year. Um, if not, trying to rehabilitate the, the title itself. So, yeah, and it remains to be a problem that they just don't have enough depth of storytelling for all the women. Nope. Which is why they need their own show. Which is why they need their own show. <laughs> there you go. Bring back Sunday Night Heat. I'm I'm ready yeah. for it. Yeah. But make, make it for women. Full hour of Raw, just women. I'm fine with it. I'm good. Yeah. So the next spot we had was a backstage uh, spot between uh, the New Day confronting Vince about saying how Kofi's been mm-hmm. with the company for such and such time. He deserves a shot. And then in a rare kind of 180, you saw Vince say, "Okay, yeah, sure, we'll make the." you know, the championship match, uh, a triple threat tonight. And everybody assumed that that meant it was going to be Kofi uh, and, and inserted into the main event there with Daniel Bryan and, and Kevin Owens, except Kofi comes out and <laughs> we don't get that. Instead, we get Kofi in a handicap match versus the bar, which, I mean, the Cleveland crowd was just raining down, <laughs> but they were not happy at all, yeah. which I would say is a, is technically a good thing because if you're building this up to a WrestleMania moment, right. for Kobe, then you're doing a good job of that. But what's weird about this, and I want your take on this, guys, is what is Vince's reasoning with all this? I don't get it. Like, there's no – he hasn't I'm, stated why he's doing this. Ken, stop it, it, you start. Uh, I, I, I never thought I'd say this. I, I, like, if you told my – 1990s attitude era self uh that i would be ready for vince to uh not be on screen <laughs> on a week to week basis i would have i would have slapped myself in the face um but uh yeah i i don't understand there's it there's no reason or logic to anything that vince does on screen for since he came back and i'm kind of sick of it yeah. And and when they do stuff like this, they're just they're either rehashing like old Stone Cold storylines or or whatever. And it's just yeah, I I I don't need it. I don't need it. And yeah. and I'm, I'm fed you're, up. You're, you're fed up. Forrest, how about you? Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. You know, I mean, I think I think you could get. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not a I'm not in on the whole Kofi thing, um, but. I understand the crowd is all in on it. And I think that there's a way that you could get the crowd further behind this fight between him and, and, and Daniel Bryan um, by putting them in the ring together, you know, create some heat in the ring. And instead you're, you're creating heat um, through forcing a story point, you know, for, yeah. you know, and, and having Vince further wrong Kofi unnecessarily Whereas, interject himself. Right, and he doesn't need to be the one doing that. I think you. I mean, I think Daniel Bryan would do a fantastic job of screwing somebody out of, you know, their their title shot or in, in a, in a small scale. Him. Right. I mean, uh, uh, we, quote, quote, ahead, we saw this happen in this pay per view WWE Championship match. You know, so let Kofi be the one that gets hosed out of this one, and then come back at Mania and have that Mania moment. You know, I think this is Vince just kind of, you know, it's telling versus showing. You know. Mm. I'm just counting down the days till the XFL. 
<laughs> there you go. Hopefully that like takes more of Vince's attention. But you know, oh, go ahead, Jen. No, I was, and and maybe maybe all this stuff where Vince is is doing like kind of crazy things is is like a long term plan of of making him seem like senile or something where they kind of like write him off in the future and he he leaves to go focus fully on the XFL. Right. Um, but man. I, I just I don't need it. I don't need it. I mean, I think when we saw that this this you know handicap match was getting set up, we kind of I think everybody in the audience included knew what was going to end up happening out of this. You know, and yeah. I think that's where you got that. I mean, within what two minutes, you were getting the "this is boring" chant. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, at least we were seeing it in the ring at that point, and I was actually happy. That that we saw him kind of getting the beat down. It was should have been, I think, with Daniel and uh, and Rowan doing it, but we're seeing the beat down in the ring, so that way he could then you know build himself up for that mania moment. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, let me ask you: Do you? I mean, as as we're recording this, so we were recording this on an, on Monday night, and while we were recording this, Monday Night Raw is in full swing. Do you guys want any spoilers? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind that. I would. I, I can. I can so. ear muff it if you want. No, no, that's okay. Because just because something that changes some things uh, just occurred. But oh, I'll just okay. Leave. I'll well, just... yeah. Okay, let's hear let's, it. Then. Let's do it. Let's Go hear it. So, it. as we are live breaking news, I guess you could say, uh, Finn Balor has lost the IC title to Bobby what? Lashley. Oh, give me a break. Doesn't look like doesn't look like a clean victory. It looks like Leo Rush interfered, uh, which means that uh that they those two are back together in a way. Uh but yes, Bobby Lashley is the now the IC title holder. <laughs> so live reaction, real quick. Uh, Ken, let's start with you. Do not want. Exactly. We need to start a chant at 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 you know events where it's like no one wants this. No one wants this. Like that's that's exactly. That's my new chant. Uh, no one wants. I mean, this. And... here's here's the thing. How many people didn't think it was going to be an IC title defense? You know, Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. We all knew that was the Mania match. And what's the point of taking it away from you know Balor for one month, mm-hmm. only to give it oh. back to him? Unless you really hate him, <laughs> you're just trying to break him down. Like, and you were trying to like package him off to AEW. Really. Uh, <sighs> so if they're if they're setting up for him to win the belt back at Mania, why put it on him in the first place? Why at, exactly at the last pay per view or whenever it was? Like, just hold it off till Mania mm-hmm. if you're gonna do that. I just and- I think there's bigger things. For, for Finn Balor on the horizon, whether it's in the WWE or elsewhere. Um, but, uh, and maybe, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe getting that belt off of him is a good thing. And he can, he can go for a, a major title push, but you know, it's like, He's I don't barely know. Held it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. But anyway, <sighs> breaking news Just there. Anyway, the, the belt around. Moving on to the raw tag team championships. We had the revival defeat Rudin Gable and Alistair Black and Ricochet. Gentlemen, Ken, let me start with you. What was your reaction to this, this match? Is a good match. I it really, was, I really it? liked it. Um, yeah, they, they, Alistair Black and Ricochet. They, those guys can, those guys can go. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Forrest, how about you? 
Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. I called it wrong. I, I actually thought they were going to go ahead and give the uh, belts to, to Rude and Gable. Um, and just because I think that there's a real joy in beating down the revival. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I was, I was pleasantly pleased, but maybe it's because they want to see them lose the belts in a bigger stage and embarrass them in, a, in front of a larger audience. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, like, I, I like this crew. You know, I mean, I do think Chad Gable looks like a bad cosplay of Bobby Roode. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that kind of the point? <laughs> yeah. He just, it's funny because you watch, I like Bobby Roode and I, you know, I, I wish he'd, he could get over a little bit more. But like, yeah. you watch Chad Gable, he's about a half a second in their entrance behind Bobby and he's watching him and looking like, oh, yeah, I do, I move like this. And it's like, oh, man. Like, and he's a good technical wrestler, but he just, the character is very, yeah. very flat. Um, yeah. But all that said, you know, I, I mean, Ricochet, I think, is going to pop. That's that's a future oh, IC yeah. champion right there. And in my books, that's as high of a compliment as I can give you. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited for him. Uh, yeah, Alistair Black, fantastic wrestler. It's interesting seeing, you know, somebody who's high flyer on one hand, the other one who's a real striker oriented, you know, style um, paired together like they are. I think, you know, you see the revival and they move together like a, a really well oiled machine. Um but this for me was a great match. I don't like triple threats in that regard, you know, three way tags. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of defied the odds and, and it pulled off a nice, nice solid performance, I think. So I think one of the big different, the, the one of the big um, benefits that we have from this match is that all six guys are relatively the same size, yeah. which means you really can do a lot of these spots on one another without the concern of having like someone like the big show or Braun Strowman in the match where it's like, you've got this unevenness. So when you've got, you know, six guys that are relatively the same size, they can really just go and do their thing on each other, which is great for the audience. And um, I thought the crowd was into it. I didn't hear a lot of, you know, this is awesome chance. I think I heard one during that match. And I, I, right. I, I'm one of those guys that would easily give that. I'm not, I'm not a reserved oh. chanter of that, of those types of things. So um, I was a little surprised that the audience was not more into that match as I was, but um I'll be interested to see what this this is going forward. Would you guys be opposed to seeing a basically a rematch of this at WrestleMania? No, I'd be uh, I don't know about a three way, but uh, maybe the revival versus one of these two teams, which would probably, if it's Rudin Gable, that's that's screaming mm. uh, WrestleMania pre show. Yeah, <laughs> I here's the thing. Like, I actually wouldn't wouldn't have a problem with it. I think um, you get some great technical wrestling out of the revival and out of uh, Rude and Gable, mm -hmm. but the high flying's coming right out of, especially Ricochet. I mean, that mm -hmm. one, what was it, her Karana off onto the onto the mat? Oh yeah, and and then he turns right around and flips and does it. You know, that guy is amazing to watch. There were a really? couple instances where I literally jumped out of my seat and I was like, oh my gosh, like that was amazing to see. You know, crazy. Um, crazy. So yeah, I, I don't, I actually don't want Alistair Black and Ricochet to win the tag team belts though. I don't want, but I, and I like the way that they booked this one out because they didn't have to, to take the loss without having to commit to the belts. Yeah. Cause I do think if they commit to the belts, then they're going to get pulled permanently out of NXT. And I like having them operating, you know, on that brand as well. And I think really their long-term futures is, will be found in singles matches, not in tag teams. So I, I worry in this case, a tag team championship would in some weird way define them down. Um, I, I like to see them not get damaged like it just they booked it really well on this front but yeah i'd be okay with a second round of this one this one worked really well i think each team got to showcase their talents really well nice well you know it's interesting moving on that you know if, if someone said to me that this the raw tag team championship match was the match of the night i'd probably believe you but then 
we got the U.S. Championship match mm. where Samoa Joe defeated Rey Mysterio, Andre, and R Truth to retain the title. And I got to tell you, this was a phenomenal match. I, I was loving it from start oh, to finish. Yeah, like a book, a, not an A plus, but an A in my in my book. I mean, uh, Force, what do you think of this? So I, I, you know, Kenny, you made a, a comment about you know like oh, just take the U.S. Championship, make it a four. No, 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 and, no, no. And that's you characterized. <laughs> you, no, but you're absolutely right. They would do that, and and the U.S. Championship, I think, has been a belt which, for my money, best looking belt that they've got going right now. Uh, I love that title. Uh, it's got a great history to it. And it gets totally, you know, mis- misused. You know, I want to see that belt on Joe for a year. I want <laughs> him to bleed that entire roster and just bludgeon them with that belt and, and really build it up, make it worth something again. You know, I hate the four ways. I like a straight one on one match, you know, for a, for a title belt. And again, defying all odds, this match was amazing. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not shocked because you've got some fantastic wrestlers in there. But I didn't. I did not see this match being anywhere as good as it was, and it absolutely. Again, Joe kept the belt, and 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 I love the fact that he is submitting people. That is yes. beautiful. So yeah. this match made me happy. Solid A. Ken, how about yeah, you? Yeah, this was. I agree. This is this is probably the match of the night. Um, yep. It. Uh, yeah, I, I co-signed everything Forrest said. Um, I, I'm also kind of digging the uh, little our truth resurgence going on over like the last month or so i mean every, I, this was a hot match from start to finish I mean, it was the, the it, ladies it got moved. into it the ladies even got into it yeah, um, yeah. and we might be seeing a uh, you know a, a carmela selena vega you know match at wrestlemania who knows i mean we might you know we're, we're working that way down that way but um my, my question is i mean I, I like samoa joe having this belt i really do at the same time i do believe that samoa joe is a world heavyweight championship contender oh. Um, so my question is if Daniel Bryan should lose this title, Kofi Kingston, and if Samoa Joe loses this belt at, uh, WrestleMania, which I think he will, um, does that push Joe right into the, re- the, the main, you know, event pitcher for, for the world title? I mean, I don't know who knows. I'd be dying I, for that. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, I digress. At this point, I, you know, I, I, would, I definitely felt when I saw that episode, you know, when, when I saw him go ahead and take the, the U.S. championship, I felt like it was a downgrade for Joe just because of the way that they've treated the U.S. championship. But at but, this point, I, you know what, at this point, I'm like, you know what, let's, let's fix that belt, put an amazing wrestler yeah. behind it, and just let him run roughshod over everybody. And then I'd love to see, you know, a battle of the champion, clash of the champions kind of deal where he pounds whoever the WWE champion is. Like, Could and, especially if it's Kingston. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I, this is the first belt that Samoa Joe's held in in uh, WWE outside of since being called up to NXT from NXT. That's true. Uh, so he he elevates the belt, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's good to finally see him get a belt, uh, get a title run for a while, regardless of what kind of title it is. Uh, I think long term. Whether it's at Mania or slightly after, they're probably going to put the belt on Andrade at some point. Uh, I think they have big or high hopes for him as well. So um, that's that's something I think is going to be happening. That's true. That's true. All right, we'll see. We'll see. But here's a good question, and 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 maybe for the booking of of for WrestleMania, do we see John Cena return and challenge Samoa Joe for the U.S. Championship? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I want honestly. I want to see the R Truth and John Cena stuff pay off. 
But I think you can, right? That is. I think I you could have it pay off. You yeah. have you have um you have our truth in the uh you have like in either Cena's corner or you do uh, a three or four way again. And I still think Joe's got to come out. And I think it's important that Cena gives Joe the rub. And he's kind of made a career out of doing that lately. He's kind of given given that nod to the guy coming up. And I think he could do that for Cena. I mean, he could do that for Joe. And and Joe's got a lot of fan credibility. But I think just kind of having that anointing by beating Cena for that particular title would, would, would be a good thing. That's true. That's true. All right. So moving on uh, to, uh, I mean, another forgettable match. I mean, I think we're more noteworthy. More noteworthy was the post-match activities, but we had the women's tag team championship up for grabs between the Boston Hug Connection, who technically defeated um, Nia Jackson Tamina to retain. Uh, but then we had some late, you know, post-match flurries, so to speak. Uh, we, I guess, we saw the return of Beth Phoenix. I mean. Are we calling that the return? I yeah, mean, I think I'm, so. Yes, yeah, probably. Again, it's going to be some kind of uh, um, multi-tag uh, women's match for for at WrestleMania. They'll they'll probably put Beth and uh, Natalia, Natalia together, together, and maybe they'll find like a fourth team from uh, maybe maybe if there were Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville as a tag team into this match. And then they finally split at the end of that or something. You kind of like roll two store, roll a couple storylines into the same match to kind of save space. I mean, I am all, I am all for the, um, the divas of doom, you know, pin up strong returning here. Um, Cause Natalia needs something to do. Yeah. But, um, and I, I, I forever said, as long as they, you know, bring back these or create these tag team titles, they should bring back the Hart Foundation. I mean, actually just call it the Hart Foundation. And with Beth Phoenix, I mean, involved that this could be this could be it. But what's interesting is that when Beth Phoenix was at her prime, I mean, this she was there when like the women's division was just awful. Like it yeah, was, was right. atrocious. And she stood out, yeah. And because, she stood out. Yeah. And and I I felt like she never got her moment. She never got her due. Yeah. And I think this is the time where she can finally get that technical, like, do. I, I mean, I don't know if she's going to win mm-hmm. at, Bell, or at WrestleMania, but I, I think that's where we're, we're headed that way. What do yeah, you guys think? Yeah, I think, I think having her nose-to-nose with Tamina, for me at least, really emphasizes, like, wow, like, she's really, she could take Tamina down like that. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they've positioned Tamina as one of those powerhouse, you know, characters uh, for the women's division. So, Even though yeah. nobody buys it. What's that? <laughs> Even though nobody buys it. <laughs> They believe it. <laughs> you know, I like that. In this case, it could be an interesting, you know, uh, four-way tag. You could bring in, uh, who is it, uh, Kyrie and uh, Io Shirai out of uh, NXT. Um, they've already said that they've opened the door to NXT, you know, tag teams being available to compete for this belt set. So, you know, always an opportunity there. I, I do think there was a little nugget that really got just blown by um, before we got into the after match. And that's the fact that they let Bailey get a pinfall on Nia Jax. And, I mean, you, you think about how frequently she gets beaten up. That's a, that's a pretty nice finish for her, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that's a nice nod, and I think in terms of trying to give them a definitive win. I don't agree with it, because then I don't think it necessarily sets them up for a story for WrestleMania. Um, I, I still think that it would have been good to have the belts move off of them and then let them chase go into chase mode. Um, but at least it, it does help set up a strong, you know, team for them. So, 
That's true. I, I think the fact that they're the inaugural holders of these belts, they probably will have a fairly decent run with them. Well, and it helps. Waist. And it helps because I think Sasha Banks doesn't exactly have what the best record with pay per view title defenses. Yeah, this so, is that too. <laughs> she gets a win this time. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So moving on, we had our, our WWE championship up for grabs uh, where Daniel Bryan defeated Mustafa Ali and Kevin Owens to retain uh, Mustafa Ali, of course, being the surprise in all this. We did not know that he was making his return, uh, so to speak, from injury uh, in this match. And boy, did the Cleveland crowd give <laughs> let the WWE uh, know what they, how they felt about this. Um, I mean, really, the first five minutes of the match was just booze. And right. Kofi Kofi. left and right, which yeah. is again awesome for the storyline. But you know, you kind of got a feel for Mustafa Ali. I mean, he, the guy actually got booed, um, making his way down the aisle. Uh, and keep in mind, this was a guy that was supposed to get the Kofi push, um, right. but injury, you know, stopped that. Um, but what I mean, what we got was a phenomenal match. And by you know the end yeah. of it, I mean we're getting this is awesome chance. Mm-hmm. We're getting the the holy yes chance. Um, and I, I think you you had a nice salvage there, but the question re- becomes, where does Cohen Owens go from here? Where does Mustafa Ali right. go from here? Right. So yeah. Especially I, I, Kevin Owens in this weird, like quasi face. Oh no, no, he's a face. He's a face. He's, 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 he's full a face. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let yeah, there we're... be no mistake. He's a face. <laughs> yeah. No, this is this is this is an, this goes back to the issue with the bit with with Vince earlier, right? You know, um, you're you're really forcing it, and you're potentially risking damaging your other characters as a result. We're getting kind of shoved into this piece. Now that said, I think they performed so well. Like you know, the 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 audience was able to recognize, like, wow, this this really is some fantastic work, and you can't boo that. But you know, in terms of this being a, a an art of audience manipulation, you got to be careful. I think about how you go about. Uh, putting these matches together, you know? So, and I think by having Mustafa Ali, a guy who you want to get a lot of, you know, uh, fans behind him, putting him in that position doesn't feel like the right call to help him move forward. Yeah. I mean, I think Ali is kind of the sacrificial lamb in the scenario. Oh, absolutely. Um, they, they, they don't want to have Owens eat a pin, uh, like his first pay-per-view match back and, you know, as a face, and kind of, you know, fizzle out like all the the uh, the push of his comeback or whatever, uh, and and also you put Ali in to kind of um, stave off or push push back Kofi's involvement in the uh, title picture uh, to you know further whet the audience's appetite, so to speak. Um, so you know you got Ali is a um, high flyer and everybody likes him in the long run. It probably doesn't do too much damage to him with, with the uh, fans. And uh, I get the, I get the, I don't necessarily agree with the way that they booked it. Um, having it be a triple threat, like just announced the night of during, right. the, during the pay-per-view. But looking back at it, I kind of see why they did it. Indeed. Did a trick. The other trick is you have two baby faces who are getting pitted against each other. And there's even a point or two where, you know, when they tossed Daniel Bryan out of the ring and you kind of watch KO and, and Ali kind of look at each other like, all right, let's do this. Like, but it's an awkward place, you know, and I think yeah. 
Well, again, we... Owen's Owen's mantra is fight everyone or right. fight anyone, and that's and that that's fine for him. I think just though, yeah. it where do you, where do you go from here? And I think that's the question we're dealing with. Is you know you wouldn't put those two of them together in Mania. You wouldn't put them into a no. program. It Honestly, doesn't work. I'm not sure that Kevin Owens is out of the uh, championship picture for for Mania. Hmm. Uh, I I think we're gonna get a lot of triple threat matches. Yeah, here could be a, this 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 would be interesting now this is put on my tinfoil uh, hat conspiracy theory you now have the Miz who is basically going to hit the completion of his story with Shane at Wrestlemania now fully face you have a three way between Kofi KO and Daniel Bryan you have Daniel Bryan drop the belt go into a program against the Miz and then you could have Kofi and KO with KO swerving us going heel and getting the belt at mania and then you have a kofi ko program moving out of mania hmm. could be interesting tinfoil hat removed. tinfoil hat i love it <laughs> i love it speaking of tinfoil hats and and trying to figure out where they're going with this uh we had what was probably the most predictable thing coming out of fast lane was that becky lynch was going to defeat charlotte to insert herself into the women's main event at WrestleMania, or I should say the women's main event, the main event, the main event at <laughs> WrestleMania. Um, however, it was kind of a dud and yeah, very kind of, <laughs> kind of right. Um, you had, you had Rhonda insert herself and interfere. And I guess the weirdest way possible. And first of all, it was a botch hit. Number one, number two, yeah. um, I thought she attacked the wrong person. I think she no. should have, I think she should have attacked Charlotte, and that would have if, made things. If she had done that, then she, Becky would have then, been right. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You're right. Come You're on, right. Man. I, I apologize. I just think she should have attacked her in a more. She had gone uh, after both of them. Brute fashion, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a punch to the gut, ding, 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 and then she leaves, and then it's like, it was weird. So, could this have been done in a more interesting way? Yes. Force. <laughs> let me start with you. I, I can't think of a better way but on the other hand that this i mean it was, was so predictable there was no way that becky was not going to come out of this with a win and i just didn't need this match it was a lot of it was filler you know yeah um but yeah i think i think probably part of what kind of killed it for me was if she would have you know the this the strike there on on becky to go ahead and get the dq to charlotte so becky would win that's fine but then to suddenly all of a sudden put the brakes on everything and then go against the ropes and kind of just lean back and smile, please, with what she just did. And Becky then to turn around and smile, please, with what just happened. That fell off. And these yeah. are two competitors who were at each other's throat. Once the decision was made, why the need to suddenly be polite and laugh about it? I think at that point, continue the fight, get a beat down. You know, mm-hmm. these are two raging competitors and they should and they were trying to get at each other. So I think what what really kind of put the snooze fest all over this match was the response after the DQ was called. Yeah. Yeah. Ken, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think the schmoz ending of, of having Ronda come in makes sense. Uh, I think the execution of it was very poor. Uh, you, you don't want Charlotte or Becky to look um diminished or weak coming out of this match and heading into mania having lost to one or the other uh but i just like forrest said it just felt off um 
I, I feel too like they've they've really unnecessarily so like put themselves in in uh, knots with this ma- with this storyline. They're making three. it much more complex than it needs to be. Yeah, uh-huh. like we don't need it. We don't need this protracted knee injury, you know, with Becky. We don't need. Um, Which, by the way, when is that going to be? When is that knee going to be? That's what I'm saying. We don't need. We don't need that. We don't need Vince interjecting himself. We don't need, you know, the the no, the no uh, compete or whatever liability thing. Yeah, no. It, it just just put these three into promos. And 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 just get rid of the fluff. Yeah, I think it, as we get closer to WrestleMania, so as as we get closer to WrestleMania, I think they're going to start to regret making this a triple threat match. I don't. Um, you don't think so? No. But I, I just <clears throat> I hate the I I'm not a fan. Hate strong word. I'm not a fan of the of of the way that they're they're progressing this down the road. Yeah, I mean, my- if, if we get to. As long as the match is good at Mania, we're going to look back on it, and you know it'll be fine. Be and, fine you know, yeah. We'll look back on it, but uh, in the moment, it's it's just kind of well, makes you want to pull your hair out sometimes. My, my big problem I have with the main event match when they announced it last night was the fact that it's going to be just a first pinfall wins match. It's not going to be an elimination yeah. triple threat, which means we're not necessarily yeah, going to never. That... They never really do that, do they? I th- I think they've done in the past, not in a long time. time, not recently. Though. And usually that's with like four people. Yeah, oh. but yeah. I I think it would have made compelling. I mean, you know, have it be forty five minute match. You know, first twenty minutes, three of them, Charlotte gets eliminated, and then you've got Becky versus Ronda for what, a good twenty five minutes. What I love about that idea is that the person who wins comes out of there white hot in terms of how strong they look. They've right. definitively beaten, you know. Both people. On the other hand, I think by doing the triple threat, first pinfall wins, you are going to allow someone to to remain protected. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I think I, I'd be dead yeah. floored if Becky doesn't take that mania match. But my guess is it's going to be at Charlotte's expense. You know, versus no, I Rousey. think I think because uh, what they've done in the past when when Becky turned on Charlotte at SummerSlam was Charlotte interjected herself into the match threw Becky off out of the ring and, and pin Carmella and then Becky lost it. Um, so there'd be some poetic justice to Charlotte having the, having the win like right before. And then Becky does something to, you know, throw her yeah. out and eliminate her and then gets the pin or submission on Rhonda. I just think there's a mystique behind having Rousey with with a zero loss with a proper zero loss record. Yeah, but we don't know Charlotte what's her... won't be damaged by it. Right, but we also don't know what their what Ronda's plans are beyond Mania, really. Yeah. Mm. I think you see. I mean, if if again putting the tinfoil hat on my head, I think you see Ronda disappear for a little bit after WrestleMania, uh, and then you build up, you know, Becky and all this other stuff. I think you mm. see the emergence of the four horsewomen of NXT mm-hmm. uh, start to arrive. And then I think eventually down the road, maybe by SummerSlam, you, you have these two forces at each other. You get these two factions. You know, you've got the four horsewomen of the WWE, four horsewomen of, of NXT, and then then the battle begins. So, and then I don't need any guy showing up for that pay-per-view. Just that. <laughs> just, mm. just make all pay-per-view. Just all, yeah, but you, you'll, get, you'll get some Vince thrown in too for good measure. Yeah. 
of course. No, of that course. that would be <laughs> yeah. And I think everyone knows at some point you're gonna have a clash of the two, you know, factions. It's yeah. just gotta happen. So exactly. All right, moving on to the last match and quite possibly the last ride, so to speak, of the shield. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're passing over Elias. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so we had two in terms of we had Elias get some quick, easy heats by making fun of Cleveland, which is very easy to do, by the way. Right. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go for some cheap heat here. Um, you had Lacey Evans do her catwalk thing again, and then out of nowhere, you got a, an RKO from Randy Orton, which I was like, <laughs> well welcomed, Randy Orton. And then a phenomenal forearm by AJ Styles. And I, and you know what's funny, guys? Halfway through this pay per view, I had forgotten about AJ Styles. I was like, oh, that's right, AJ Styles is still in the WWE. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. I forgot yeah. about him for a second, which means I'm all actually I'm all on board with an Randy Orton versus AJ Styles match at WrestleMania. Yeah, that'll I'm, be a good match. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, I'm also okay with a Lacey Evans versus Elias match at WrestleMania. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> um, if that's what it's setting Just, up for. I want I want a hair match out of that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but here's a good question: Where does Elias go from here? Where, like he's in this like no man's. He's on an he island was- right now. Well, there's a couple of guys that are on islands. You right. know, what are they doing with Braun? What are they doing with Elias? Uh, you know, it, he'll probably be some kind of comedy uh, bit. You know, I, I think he's got to like drop his chant for now because when asked who wants to walk with Elias, there's nobody to answer that question. Uh, <laughs> there's no one for him to walk with. I, I don't know who, who would work for him. I mean, they had him as a face and then... What was it? Right around the time they brought Jeff Jarrett in for that quick little spiel, they they turned him. Uh, Oh yeah, they'll do something with like him and Honky Tonk Man at at Mania. Well, yeah, I wonder if they if they do a quick squash match, you know, and they give Honky a quick little thumbs up, you know. Yeah, but which which is not necessary because Honky was also a heel for his entire career, so it's like, well, yeah. And and the beauty of 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 Honky Tonk was he was and he was he knew it too, like he was a funny guy. But he wasn't a great intercontinental champion. That was he his, was the greatest IC champion of all time. <laughs> and that was like that was what great about him because he was so bad, you know. But uh, and then he, he dropped belt the belt like, in yeah like for what, years, ten seconds. For years. And they and they dropped it in like ten Just seconds. Bam! Oh. <laughs> but I I could you know what and that could actually be a funny bit. And I think because Elias does you know skew towards the comedy. That could be funny if if they give him a little bit with honky tonk. Um, he's versatile. I think, they can use him. They can yeah. use him a couple different ways. Yeah, I, I think once they figure out this IC staple of guys, uh, he'll be yeah. the next. Uh, if he stays on Raw, if he goes to the other brand, then you know I, I foresee him being the U.S. title next for for the short you know, term. But that's Joe's belt. <laughs> we we shall see. We shall see. Of course, so, SmackDown tomorrow night where they could wreck all that. But exactly, exactly. <laughs> they, could, they they definitely could. So finally, moving on to the uh, main event, we saw quite possibly the last last ride of the Shield, uh, where they defeated Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley in what I thought was a fantastic match because mm-hmm. you got these guys hitting all their spots. You you made the other three antagonists look good. At the same time, I really don't need to see the three of them together anymore. Right. Um, but here's my question. And again, putting the tinfoil hat on my head. I don't. I, I think Dean Ambrose walking away from WWE is a work. Mm. I don't think it's real. And I think you're going to see him turn on Roman Reigns at some point, And you're going to get a Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania. Because 
we have no idea where Roman Reigns is doing at WrestleMania yet. Um, the other, the only other solution I can think of is with what we saw last night, and then not to spoil anything, but we saw tonight on Raw. Um, Dean Ambrose is is done with TV from here on out. If it is real, like how how can you keep him on TV? Honestly, like I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if Ambrose isn't on the card at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't I, think it's a work. Yeah, yeah, I don't I, either. You know, one of the things that kind of threw me, and and maybe this is on nothing detail, um, but then I had to laugh when Michael Cole followed up. But when when the when the shield came out, and you know, uh, Seth Rollins got up on there and he yelled, you know, one more effing time. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow. I mean, this is the PG that kind of fell off the cuff, right? And then Michael Cole's like, yeah, see, it's one more time. I'm like, no, Michael Cole, that's not exactly what Seth Rollins said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, so part of me was kind of like there was that enthusiasm for it. I wondered if maybe, maybe it really is. There's that emotion behind. You know, this is the last time out the gate. Uh, I I think you're right in terms of where what do they do with Roman Reigns, but I think there was this back and forth between he and uh, Drew McIntyre and who was going to do the uh, the power bomb. You know, and they and they finished him finished McIntyre off that way Mm -hmm. after cutting him off from attempting to do it. So I. I think that would be a good program between the two. You've got two yeah. two guys really well built. Uh, they, I think they're moving. They have similar styles, and I think McIntyre is good enough that he could protect Reigns. If because I saw Reigns moving a little slow, you know. I think yeah, he had a little bit of ring. There's rust. a little rust, you know. You know, understandably. So I, uh, the, I think they. The confusing thing for me was is that the WWE never does this, where they're actually acknowledging the fact that a contract is up, that he's leaving. This is yeah. it. You know, he's done. We never see this happen, and. If, if, if let's say they're a superstar was leaving, retiring, whatever, and this was like their final, you know, thing, if, if they, you know, for WWE to acknowledge it this way, they have to be like a icon superstar, which Dean Ambrose is not. And so the fact that he's getting this type of farewell treatment, it just seems off to me. So that's why I think the whole thing's a work. Yeah. But that's just me. That's I my don't disagree. I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me if, if, if it is a work, but I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it could it could still be real, and he's just you know has a change of heart as we get closer to the end of his contract in April, and uh, you know he he ends up changing his mind and coming back, mm-hmm. you know. But I I think it's I don't know I, I buy it. We shall see. We yeah. shall see. I'm, I'm hoping it is because we need something to fix the announcing team. Um, and we I, we haven't mentioned that, but how awkward it is to have you know, Renee young and having to speak for what's going on with Dean Ambrose. I'm so yeah, sick of that. And her, her explanations are usually pretty bad. Uh, so I think this whole story has been damaging her as an announcer. Um, so I'm, I'm anxious for her to not have to talk about Dean Ambrose in the ring mm. for a long time. We shall see. We shall see. So, so this all, of course, all leads up into WrestleMania and you know, the big events it's coming up soon. We're less than four weeks away. Um, gentlemen, I am going to propose on live that we do a preview special before, mm. you know, maybe the week before, or maybe we do this on Wednesday after raw and SmackDown before WrestleMania. So we know everything that's happening, but we might do a, a preview. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that I am excited for WrestleMania. I am marking out already for WrestleMania. But what big predictions do you guys have? Give me one. One big prediction that you think is going to happen at WrestleMania. Forrest, let me start with you. 
Give me this I'm gonna, one. Go ahead. Retirement match. And it's going to include one of our Hall of Famers. It's going to be Jerry the King Lawler versus Corey Graves. And we're finally <laughs> going to get a reduction in the amount of Corey Graves that we have to listen to. From He's just such a bad, cheap imitation of 90s Lawler. So I'm that's my call. Retirement match. Graves mm. goes down. That, that, that is a big I can't. I don't know if I can follow that up. That's a big prediction. Kenny, how about you? What do you got for me? Oh, man. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Rollins actually slays the beast. All right. And I'm going to be curious to see how they how they pull it off. I, I'm going to tag team off of that. I'm going to say Rollins does slay the beast in a non-clean victory. Something's going to happen. Mm. But... I think I think Braun cashes in his his cash in the bank, right after. He already cashed. He already, he already cashed. cashed? Yeah. Is that official? Yeah, that was when the shield interfered and they but screwed I, him but, over, and the heel, I, the, they acted like heels. But I don't think yeah. the bell rang. No, he he cashed in. He cashed okay. that. He doesn't have the belt. He doesn't have the. He, he, if he hadn't cashed in, he'd still have the briefcase. And and in full That's disclosure, I goofed up with thinking Natalia had. Yeah, taken. you guys are you guys are so having a rough night with I briefcases. Think, I think that Money speaks to how badly they've used that <laughs> gimmick. You know, or, that, or that it's quickly, so forgettable. Or how quickly they they wanted to get rid of it because right. they <laughs> put it on the wrong people. Yeah. Um, all right, well then never that grows my big prediction. All right, so my big prediction. <laughs> uh, my my big prediction. Oh gosh, my big big prediction. Gosh, I, don't I ask don't questions that uh, you, you don't have an answer. <laughs> I, I, that was my big prediction. I was like, man, wouldn't it be great if we saw the second that Rollins gets the belt, somebody cashes in? But never mind. Um, yeah, no, I have no big predictions. We'll have to. You know what? I, here's my big prediction. It's gonna be Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania. That's my prediction. <laughs> there you go. And so you heard it here first, folks. But anyway. Um, there you go. So, gentlemen, all in all, good lead up to WrestleMania. I'm excited. Yep. Yes. I'm. I'm. We got, I'm the, we got these pay per views out of the way with, and now we got can these pay per views, and now we can focus just focus on in. WrestleMania. Three, yep. three more weeks of Raw and SmackDowns, and that's all we're going to get uh, before the big show at uh, MetLife Stadium in uh, New Jersey. East Rutherford, New Jersey. East Rutherford. Don't don't believe the lies. It's not in New York City, folks. Despite all the signage, despite all the logos, it is not New York Times City. Times Square. It is not in Times Square. If you've ever been to the Meadowlands, you'd know the exactly what lights. I'm talking about. Oh, jeez. I'm the so, of oh my gosh. So that's that's. I think that's going to do it for us, gentlemen. Anything else? Any uh, any other plugs? Anything you want to you know? Forrest, where can people find you on social media if you want to be found? Uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at FLV, and uh, yeah, that's where I'm there. I'm talking comics, wrestling, and uh, usually a lot of teaching stuff. So there you go, Kenny. How about you? Uh, Ken Jones eighty one on Twitter. Uh, we will probably be doing uh, a little self promotion. Uh, another episode of the Ripple Effect next within the next week or so. Oh, there you go. Got to dust that off the shelf and uh, get that. And then we, I think we're also yeah. gonna have another episode of Movie Court soon. Uh, but of course, you can find this podcast on all of our podcasts, uh, podcast podcasts <laughs> at Onstage Blog Network at onstageblog.com, which is now available not only on Podbean but also Spotify and iTunes. So we are and leave available. us a rating and please give us a five star rating because that's going to definitely help yeah, our visibility uh, on that. And, and we've got some sponsors. It's going to help all that sponsorship, the whole nine yards. So this way you can keep listening to more of these uh, because whether you like it or not, they're going to continue. 
That's coming from me. I think, we, I, I think after this uh, uh, pod, we need to get a tinfoil sponsor. We should. <laughs> we should. I'll just start saying that they, they sponsor us regardless. But um, And, of course, we got a brand new episode of uh, the Movie Musical Shakedown coming out next week where we're going to be doing damn Yankees because baseball season is coming around the corner. So it's only about time that we start you know, integrating sports into musical theater. There you go. doesn't happen often, <laughs> but it's happening next week. So we're looking forward to that. Um, oh, breaking news, gentlemen. Do you want some breaking news from Monday Raw? After the last one, I'm not sure that they do. You know what? Uh, it has just it. been Let's revealed. Here it is. It's just been revealed who's hosting WrestleMania this year because we need to have a host at WrestleMania, apparently. This is a thing now. It is going to be Alexa Bliss. Oh, which, which is probably the smart thing because I mean she wasn't going to be wrestling at the event anyway. So no, it's not a good sign. I think we've seen the last of Alexa Bliss in ring. Uh, I'm just going to put that out it's there. Too bad. Too bad. Anyway, yeah. Why you, gotta, why you gotta end it on a downer? <laughs> Sorry, because because that's the, that's what the WWE does. They deliver us. Womp womp. So the entire WrestleMania will be a four hour long. Four hour or seven hour seven moment hour. of bliss. <laughs> Moments of bliss at WrestleMania. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh well, like I said, we're gonna be doing this before WrestleMania. So we're gonna be doing a WrestleMania preview show, post show, the whole nine yards. We'll give you wall to wall coverage. There you go. But we'll see you soon right here on Card Subject to Change. See you next time, folks.